Ujai, and welcome to the Gator Gates podcast. <laughs> We're glad to be back with you guys another week. Uh, it's been it's been a good week. It's good to it's good to be back. Uh, to our new listeners, to our our regular listeners, it's good to have you back. Um, before we get started, we'd like to acknowledge all the forces in the non-material, particularly Nebnabala Musa Moradinabig and all of the other great ancestors that are standing behind this great work. Nebnabala Musa Moradinabig is responsible for bringing the, <coughs> for opening up the doors to the comedic traditions. Uh, we also like to acknowledge all of the ancestors that are standing behind this great work, all of the ancestors of the Earth Center, all of the ancestors standing behind the great traditions. And also we like to acknowledge all of the, the deities and the powers of nature that are standing behind the Earth Center and all of the, all of the great work of the ancestors. And with that being said, uh, we'll take a break mid-show to hear a word from our sponsor. We don't want you to think that we're neglecting our sponsor. So yes. we have a interesting show for you guys today. Because we are going to talk about World War III and how we've been in the thick of World, World War III for some time. You gotta drop a bomb. Okay. Oh. <laughs> God damn. Yeah, the wrong kind of bombs. God damn it. That was for the ancestors. So, <laughs> thanks, Eve Tutu. It was bound to happen. It was not. <clears throat> okay, well, I hope it doesn't fucking malfunction. But okay. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Excuse us for one second. All right. So, we're going to talk about World War Three. And particularly how ever since Ukraine was so-called invaded by Russia, that we've been in the thick of World War III for a very long time. And there's a lot of misinformation out there. Because there's a lot of people that think that it's just between two neighboring nations. But what tends to be neglected or what tends to be misunderstood about the war in Ukraine is that it's really NATO versus Russia. So it's not just one country. It's really a conglomerate of countries, really the Western superpowers. And we see Russia making moves on many different fronts in order to fight that war, particularly through economic means. So Russia is fighting back, but Russia is fighting back in other ways. Particularly, Russia, uh, Russia is fighting in ways to kind of combat the so-called superiority of what you would call the Western countries, like the G7 countries. So we wanted to talk about it because I was talking to a... Uh, you guys don't know. I was talking to this. Uh, I was talking to this teenager, and I was asking, and I was like, "Hey, what do you think about the war in Russia?" And they were telling me they were like, "Oh, you know, uh, you know, it just kind of like 
it's whatever. Just I hope it doesn't start World War Three. And I was like, uh, I think it kind of already started World War Three. I think if we're being honest, because if we're being honest, then we can admit that it's a proxy war. And we can admit that what's really going on is that there's that there's powers that be that are ultimately fighting. It's superpowers, but it appears to be like it's not superpowers fighting. So we can start the conversation with that. What do you guys think? Well, first I want to say it's interesting when we always call it like the world war. And uh, I forgot who said this to me, but it was somebody who had said this. Um, world war, when we call it world war, we're really just talking about if we look at it historically, it's just a bunch of European people fighting each other and then bringing other people into it. <laughs> so, like, is that what makes it the world war? Is it because, like, you know, we have to look up to Europe as, like, the dominant superpower of the world? Then, well, I think and it, we all have to follow the lead of the European countries or the European colonists? Is that what makes it the world war? Let me look it up. Are our destinies only so much tied to everything happening in Europe? Let me look it up and let's see. Because it could be, I think like, so the definition of a world, world war is a war involving many large nations in all different parts of the world. Saying that the name is commonly given to the wars of 1914 through 18 and 1939 through 45, although only the second of these was truly global. It's like the NBA calling it the World Championships. Oh, so right. you side with uh, whatever that guy's name is? You side with what that guy was saying that the NBA finals can't technically be the um, like the world championships? Yeah, because you got you got guys from all over the world, but it's only in America. Like there <laughs> there are great teams like all over the world, like mm. you know Serbians and. But the thing is, basketball is Russians. not even Russians. basketball is not even technically that huge of a global sport. Yeah, but it, I would I wouldn't say it is because there's a lot of people who don't really is. play. Yeah, but there's a lot of people who don't really play basketball like that. I mean, nothing compares to soccer or football. Exactly, football. Like nothing care. Yeah, exactly. Like real football, not like American football. Because but that's why football is actually like the World Cup because it's like yeah, literally it's the, world. the world. Yeah. I mean, but there's like FIBA, which is the Federation, I think, of International, it's the Federation of International Basketball Association or something like that. I don't know what it is exactly, but it's the international governing body of basketball. Mm. And that's what's going on right now. So he, I think he was saying that in reference to whatever world championships that are going on for track and field mm -hmm. and also the like FIBA for, uh, for the basketball. Weren't we talking about WW3? Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, because of net neutrality, we should just call it WW3. Like world, like because they could take us down just for saying they can. Yeah, so just let's just chill with that. Okay, so like we're gonna talk about the WWE, the WWF. <laughs> what you, act, you want another code name? We're gonna act. We're gonna act like that. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they took it down. It seems, I don't know which video it was, but they seem to have taken down one of our videos on YouTube. Yeah. Do you one know about which Christianity. One? Oh, they took it down. Mm -hmm. The best episode we've ever had. No. Yeah, also, Rumble <laughs> took down one of our videos. Which one? Rumble? I have to look it up, but we need to contact Rumble. Rumble, 
What's going on? I, I thought, thought you Rumble. were. Yeah, I thought you were the you know the the Man. good YouTuber. Andrew Tate. Don't 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 believe the hype. Yeah. Don't yeah. believe the hype. We need to call Andrew Tate. But I'm glad they took it down. You know why? Because it shows what we were saying is <sighs> true. These, these guys. Mm-hmm. There's a debate internally on that episode being either boring or engaging. Let us. It know was engaging the, for the people know, who love that kind of information. Know, let us know in the comments. Mm-hmm. Do you vote engaging or do you vote boring? It's engaging for the people who love that kind of conversation. Let's see. Let's see what the viewers say, okay? Uh-huh. But back yeah. to WWE. WWE3. Right. <laughs> that might be better to call it WWE. Just mm-hmm. for... WWE? Yeah, yeah, we're talking about WWE. We're talking about the WWF. Yeah. You know. Like a Royal Rumble. Stone Cold, Steve Austin, The Rock. So who who would yeah. be Stone Cold in this situation? Would it be the U.S. or Russia? Uh, Russia is it would be cold. Russia. Russia, Russia is cold. definitely st- they're still cold. And no then, uh, and then uh, America's that guy. Uh, you can't see me. Oh, John, John Cena. John Cena. He's like, you what? can't see what? me because they try to hide everything. Yeah, they're like, oh, we'll they send, are, we'll yeah. send weapons to yeah. Ukraine, but we're not declaring war. <laughs> Wait, so why is John Cena Russian though? Why no, John have... Cena is uh, America. Yeah, but you, you, you can't see. Yeah, but you did a Russian, Russian accent. accent. I just have Russian accents. In oh, that's pocket. the only thing you can do, Russian accents. No, I could do like a George Clinton. <laughs> George Clinton? Bill Clinton accent. Oh, I was like, George Clinton, like the funk? I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys ever heard that Ghetto Boy song? And then uh, they have like, uh, they have George, uh, Bill Clinton come on the song and start rapping it's not actually bill clinton it's an ai like guy no the ghetto boys this is in the 90s mm. Mm, i don't know what it is. you don't know who the ghetto boys are no. you know who scarface is the rapper from, no from houston no really no george clinton is amazing though i saw bootsy collins do you, wait, do you know who the ghetto boys are yeah yeah the okay. short there's that short midget yeah bushwick yeah bill. yeah bushwick yeah. bill yeah, yeah. yeah. how yeah, does he know and you don't know because i don't know get this give us your give it up Give give what your black card? You, the, you can't yeah, do that to give me. It up. You, yeah. you can't do that to me. Call Menelik. You cannot. You can't do that Can to I me. Hold it I'm, I'm an islander. That doesn't go for me. <laughs> that pause. That doesn't go for me. Uh, oh, that you, doesn't go for me. Well, technically, I'm, technically, I'm an technically, we don't have black cards because we're technically immigrants, mm. or we're the children of immigrants. So you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. So anyway. Um, you mean via the conversation on uh, your last uh, Instagram post? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. I know there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people that are mad because of what I was saying about how uh, it's the second to yeah. last Instagram post on Instagram at Kepta. You guys can yep. check it out. There's like 92 comments on there right now. Yeah, there's a there's a clip, and I was talking about how um, black people tend to have a superiority or inf- inferiority complex, and what they tend to do is they tend to try and pull you down if you have any type of culture, and then they get mad because they have no culture and because black people have been robbed of their culture and then the only thing that they have is this so-called black culture, quote unquote. And there's a lot of people pissed off and there's a lot of people angry. And frankly, I'm petty. You can call me Petty Wop because I'll be in the comments with my eye patch and I will be arguing with you and I don't care. So. Shout out to all the people that are mad. I hope you're still mad, and I hope you continue to be mad. 
and we will just keep it going. So, so check out that clip. So with WWE, right? Yeah. Who do you think will be the ones to lose their culture in this? You think America is going to be taken over by Russia, or? I don't think. China, China, can't really say that. China and America. I can't say that. Or China and Russia, are, you know. I take it back, U.S. Up. Even Putin is just back to uh, like the Chinese language being taught in schools right now. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. That seems is that a wise decision though? Why? What? Well, well, they're also weakening the U.S. dollar. They're not using the U.S. dollar in a mm-hmm. lot of in a lot of countries. A lot of trade deals. You know, they're just it's kind of like a slow. Growth. I mean, from that perspective, I guess it makes sense because the reason why I say is that a good idea, right? It's almost like the situation you find here in America, especially like with the conversation we've been talking about just now with people losing like their culture. Mm-hmm. It starts with like the concept or of language, right? Once you have language, you have the concept of culture because the language itself is what carries the culture because the language is how you relate to your environment and relate to others. The language kind of gives you like your idea of how to walk, how to move, how to step, and, like the principles you stand on. So once you're an individual who's lost your indigenous language, at that point, you're just kind of like in the wind. At that point, anyone can snatch you up and just educate you in any way that they want to educate you. And you can become like essentially a mental slave without even realizing you're a mental slave. So in terms of China or Russia allowing China to educate their children with the Chinese language, I'm a little concerned is the danger in that them silently trying to colonize people because i guess the difference is it might it might be a beneficial because are they silently are they learning russian the chinese are they learning russian is it an exchange are they learning the other person's culture the same way that they're mandating others learn their culture Mm. because they do the same thing in many other countries and i've yet to see the chinese learn the language of the cultures that they're implementing these things on Mm -hmm. so that's my concern like is it really a wise decision i don't think they're i don't think that china has to because i think that china has all the leverage because Mm. china like imagine if china stopped making everything it makes for the u.s and stops exporting because late like slavery is legal in china Mm-hmm. Like slavery still exists in well, China. Well, slavery is legal in America. It's legal it's in America. It's just disguised in a different way. It's disguised in a different way. But like actual slavery mm-hmm. is legal in China because you can go do, you can go do clinical trials in China, and like anything that they're not able to open up here in America with all of the regulations and all of the FDA guidelines and all that kind of crap. Anything they're not able to do, they do it in China first. Mm-hmm. So that means, like, if they want to test, like, COVID, like the COVID, uh, like the COVID disease, before they release it into the public, what they'll do is they'll they'll test it in China, mm-hmm. and they'll see how it goes. <laughs> and then right. say it was released in China. <laughs> yeah, and then say it originated in China. I mean. That's what I would do. Mm-hmm. You know, it was me. What's what's always so interesting is like the portrayal of these other superpowers. When it comes to America, America is uh, portrayed like Superman, like this superhuman type being. And then you got Russia, and America. Russia is always America. portrayed. Yeah, Lex, Russia. Lex Luthor. Yeah, uh, and then Russia is always portrayed as like the enemy, the evil. 
guys with the submarines and shit and the missiles. <laughs> and then you got the North Koreans with their little dictator. But it's so interesting how we how we thought you were about to say with their little dick. Then <laughs> <laughs> you, well, luckily you finished the word. <laughs> I did not say that. No, but, uh, no, finish your point. Yeah, yeah, no. It's just it's just very interesting. It's such a marketing scheme. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, it's just it's all just marketing. It's uh-huh. all just the news. The news is another uh, part of like Hollywood. Really, it's just like a scripted, mm. more polished Hollywood. And it's really just a marketing job, marketing sham that's been done on on all of us. Because at the end of the day, America will go, America will do and pillage and kill and do all of those things. But you you'll only see like the you know the shiny uh, aspect of America, and America gets like the free pass because it's in the name of freedom. It's in the name of uh, you know democracy. Or, or whatever we want to call that, you know, even democracy. Like, you were even talking about that on the last episode mm-hmm. about democracy. Like, like that is that is just like really like the white man's mm-hmm. politics. I mean, before we before we go any further, just want to shout out um, a few of our viewers because they're always coming through with questions. Uh, shout out to Matthew Ruta. Shout out to Demarcus. Um, <laughs> Uh, and then Are you also, good? I'm good. I'm laughing because now somebody said, by the way, net neutrality has nothing to do with saying World War Three on live stream. I don't know what these niggas are talking about. So <laughs> there's there's some there's some conflicting information on World War World WWE and uh, <laughs> and net neutrality. So I don't know. But anyway. Um, uh, so, Matt, do you need to have what a question? What are we laughing about? I'm personally yeah, laughing at the look you just gave yeah, me. Yeah. You look so offended. <laughs> I didn't say it. I know you didn't it say great. it, but you said it on air. I know somebody sent us a message, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Everybody calm down. Keep it moving. So, <clears throat> Matthew Ruta's question is... Is ancient Sumeria mythology BS? How does it fit in with comedic history? What if the WWE, this guy, you just like awokened Kajazariman. What if the WWE just levels the playing field? WWE is another word for, you know, the a, a World War Three. <laughs> hypothetically yeah. don't want to piss off net neutrality if that's actually a thing or not <laughs> i guess I don't we'll know. find out after the episode. <laughs> yeah we'll find out after right and uh can i also pause and can i just say we, we, we've done 20 episodes mm-hmm. oh nice we, nice we we have yet to be like completely dissolved off of youtube <laughs> somehow only one episode has gone missing Oh, but nice. we're still on YouTube. We're still on Rumble. We're still on Spotify. Well, we're still on Apple. L- let's not podcasts. poke the bear. Right? Yeah, don't poke, yeah, the, don't yeah. poke the bear. Yeah. In my eye. <laughs> oh no, damn, that's not the one. <laughs> Something to celebrate. <laughs> yeah. um, and then uh, also just want to give a shout out to Intuitive Thinking Podcast and mm. Demarcus because you guys seem to be very dedicated viewers. Matthew Ruta. And Matthew Ruta. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, please, you know, send us your questions. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Uh, um, but yeah, well, let's get back into the topic, and then we can go, come back to the questions later. 
Yeah, uh, I think what I was going to say with what Itzuhuti was saying was that, you know, propaganda is a hell of a thing. Like, propaganda is so powerful. It's, like, so key. And propaganda is, like, not even new, right? Because I was watching that interview on uh, I Never Knew TV with uh, Judge Joe Brown. And he was talking about propaganda. And he was talking about how the U.S. government actually used propaganda to further the programming of black Americans to start to think in certain kinds of ways and act in certain kind of ways and mm. adopt like the victim mentality. Mm. Now, the same way that they use Hollywood to do this, actually, they had like partnerships with Disney. I'm sure. I'm sure we all know what that is. Now, yeah, of course. I mean, have you ever seen The Prince of Egypt? Right. Come on. Yeah. Like, come on. But <laughs> there can be miracles. That's a good song, though. That's, that's, yeah, it's a phenomenal song. Shout out to Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey. Yeah, but with the propaganda, the same way they can use that to manipulate a group of people to kind of also use them to manipulate the rest of the world, which is essentially what they did to, dare I say, the slave class of people in America. Like, let's just address the elephant in the room. That's what they look at us as. So that's what we are to them. So that's what it is. They use the slave class of people to influence other people that they deem as the slave class. Now that's propaganda. That's a powerful tool. So propaganda is also used to also manipulate the perspective of the people in a specific area or a specific time and space against other people in other areas. Like I can't say for sure I know exactly what's going on in North Korea, but I know what Hollywood and propaganda told me. I can't say for sure that Putin is a bad guy or I know what's really going on in Russia, mm -hmm. but I know what propaganda has told me. And it's so sad, even propaganda is so powerful, it might even influence people of those countries against mm -hmm. their own people. Because have you ever seen that lady? I don't know her name, honestly. I just see a few clips of her online. She's apparently some escaped lady from North Korea. Oh, yeah, she was on, on, she was on Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, I forget her name. Yeah. Have you listened to any of her stories? Yeah, they're crazy. No, like, she's I seen haven't. piles of dead bodies. None of those sound real to me. Yeah. She gave a story about how she has to trek through some woods in a mountain and then walk up across some river or something like that. Yeah. And to go on a cell phone to contact family. Yeah. And if you get caught, you die. So, that to me, that sounds like hours and hours and hours of a walk for a phone call. Kenny Basho, can you find her name? Do you? Do you? She was on Joe Rogan. She's a North Korean escapee. She escaped with her mother. So her and her mother escaped North Korea, and they got into, they were in China, and mm. they, had to, they got into, like, this prostitution ring, because that's what happens oftentimes. They're, they, like, get them into China, but then they kind of make them. Do you, have you see where I'm going with this? This sounds like a Hollywood story. <clears throat> I don't think this lady actually escaped. What's her name? Kenny Park. Yeonmi Park. Park. Yeonmi Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. might not even be her real name. It sounds like a Hollywood story. I don't know. Look, hey, if I'm wrong, okay, so, I'm wrong. So but what the point does I'm this trying have to make, do the point with I'm World make, War III? The point I'm trying to make is this. <laughs> is this. They will do anything to persuade people in a specific area to thinking a certain kind of way. So uh -huh. when it comes to this so-called war, America and the superpowers, the NATO, they will give their perspective mm -hmm. on how they want you to think about it yeah. before they give you the real, right? So now it's easy to start a war that way because now you have the full support of other people within the country. So you're, of course you're going to see people saying, oh, 
hey, this is America, this is Russia, they're attacking Ukraine, Ukraine is our ally, of course we should go and attack Russia. We should go against Russia. But did anyone ever stop to think, why would Russia want to attack Ukraine? Did anyone ever stop to think about what the situation is? Like, how did it escalate to that point? Well, I mean, the thing is, is like, and this is a fact, is that there's chemical labs in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's stuff that NATO is trying to put in Ukraine that's on Russia's doorstep. And the thing is this, is like, let's liken it to... It's like chess. Well, mm. I was going to use something a little bit more accessible for people, mm -hmm. right? Like, let's liken it to Spectrum. Let's liken it to Time Warner. Let's liken it to Verizon. If you notice, there are certain regions where you can't get another supplier of cable mm. because mm. they only, or internet, because they only work within certain regions because they basically divide up the map. Mm. So they agree to stay out of each other's turf, right? right? Or gang let's, shit. Huh? Gang shit. Or let's liken it, let's liken <laughs> okay. it to some gang shit, for real though. <laughs> it's like, you're not gonna be caught dead. If you're, if, okay, if you're a crip, you're not gonna be caught dead in a neighborhood that's, you know, a blood neighborhood. Blood. Or vice versa. Unless like you're good just, like that. Huh? You could be good like that. You could be good. They have some crossover now. But, huh? They have some crossover How now. do you know? Blood? <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. So, the thing is this. I've never seen it when any powwow. Yeah, like, <laughs> it just. <laughs> you been? It. Okay, you know what, guys? You don't you're, know. You're totally missing, <laughs> totally missing the, the, the point here. And this is the thing, is that America and NATO, mm -hmm. or these NATO countries, the EU, all these NATO powers, are trying to step into Russia's territory. Mm -hmm. And Russia's like, nah, bro. Like, get out of here. And America wouldn't have that. If Russia started a coalition with Mexico, and then started putting nuclear weapons in Mexico, if Russia... what? <laughs> it's just the, to me I'm laughing because Mexico it's like why Mexico <laughs> okay well do you think it's gonna be okay is it gonna be Jamaica Canada 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 that makes more sense nah Canada bro Come there's too on. many white people in Canada they're not gonna Canada's not gonna the just Ukrainian is pretty white yeah like, he's, he's right it's, this yeah, is white but, as it gets okay so you're saying like what if America invades Canada then Canada's gonna sign a sign a treaty with Russia I mean isn't Canada under the jurisdiction of the crown? Still? Probably. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's so. a part of the Commonwealth. Yeah. So then if it's a part of the Commonwealth, then why would it be Russia? Because I'm Russia just, wouldn't... But is I'm Mexico saying, a part we were, of the Commonwealth? I'm just saying, because we were talking hypothetically. It's yeah, just that, hypothetically, I mean, yeah. Mexico, I mean, really, I mean, you know what it, I mean? I could see it being Mexico with all the shit that we give Mexico as America. Mm -hmm. I would assume it would be, it would be Mexico over Canada. You know, you're right, because the cartel is there, right? The cartel basically controls Mexico, technically. How do you know? They, they do. Bro, <laughs> you didn't hear about the guy that they locked up, the cartel boss? Which one? They lock up a lot of what's cartel bosses. What's his name? Bosses, I don't remember his name. About El Chapo? No, 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 bro. This was, like, recent. This was, like, a few years ago, right? Like, mm -hmm. some time ago. But you asked him? 
<laughs> he, he he knows stuff. Oh, like he this. does. He does. He he keeps up with the times. Yeah, but look but, at the way he's looking now. He's looking like yeah. You know, I was from the cartel. Okay, just keep going. We're totally off topic. We're supposed to be having a very serious conversation look, surrounding World War Three, and we're here going back to the cartel. Going back to the cartel. All I'm uh-huh. saying is, they locked this guy up, and within hours, the cartel sent their soldiers uh-huh. and shut down the streets to a point that the government had to release the guy. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I heard about that. Yeah, so yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's like, who really has the power here? I mean, I, I cannot picture that happening here in Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, <laughs> I don't see that happening. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, it, but it just goes to show that America is trying to step to Russia. Mm-hmm. And NATO is trying to step to Russia. And Russia's just not having it. And Russia's doing what America would have done. They're doing what anybody else would have done. So you have to respect Russia's right to defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Because they know that if they let Ukraine become a NATO like uh, post for them to just put weapons and just have them ready at their disposal, mm-hmm. then it's a wrap. I mean, that's the reason why this war may never end. It may just kind of be ongoing because at the end of the day, they can't make NATO an ally because then Russia will it Russia will you know nuke them. And if the nuclear bombs become part of the equation, then America gets involved. Then there's nuclear warfare, and then that's really just like the end of the world. So it's kind of like a stalemate at the end of the day. It's kind of like another Cold War. I mean, I guess some you know there's definitely stuff going on in Ukraine and Russia right now, but in terms of the other the other powers getting involved, it just doesn't seem like it'll happen. But it'll be kind of like low key. That's what it is now. And yeah. like to bring it back to what you said, it's now you see it happening on the economical standpoints. Hmm. Like, because that's what it really is. Now they're just kind of like fighting to see like who can control the monetary system, mm-hmm. who can control exactly. like the world stage in, in terms of like trade and all of these kind of things. Exactly. So essentially, it, it, World War WWE is already here, mm-hmm. but <laughs> we don't recognize it as being here because we, we're Can thinking that it has to stop be. The, WWE <laughs> thing? The, yeah. the issue for America is America doesn't have as many allies, uh, as many superpower allies as Russia does. Like Russia has China, Russia has well, I would North Korea, Russia now has a lot of African nations. Yeah, do you see how many African nations are joining BRICS? It's huge. Yeah. BRICS bomb, BRICS bomb. The, amount, BRICS. Of, the amount of countries like Brazil, Russia, they have India. India has nuclear weapons, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, don't sleep on India. Like, India has got nuclear money. <laughs> and they got nuclear <laughs> weapons. So, like, don't sleep on Russia. I mean, don't sleep on uh, Russia and their allies. Mm-hmm. And that's what people are missing because mm-hmm. even there's, so, there's a change, there's a mm-hmm. dawn of a new Africa happening. Mm-hmm. We have, a, we have a, uh, an episode about it where we talk more about it. But Africa waking up. And the steps that Africa is taking, like France, I don't think France is going to be around in 2025. There's no France without African countries. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying is like these African countries that are kicking France out, Mm -hmm. like they're saying like, fuck you, get out. 
and they're kicking France out, and mm -hmm. France is losing their ability to sustain themselves. Mm -hmm. And it, you know what? Mm -hmm. It goes back to there was a summit. I don't remember where it was. I don't remember how. But there was a summit, and France and Russia were there. And Macron said something to uh, Putin. And Putin was like, bro, if Africa rises up, France is finished. Mm -hmm. This was years ago. So Putin that, said this? Putin said that mm -hmm. to, to the French president. Mm -hmm. So dare I say that Putin knows exactly what he's doing in terms of aligning himself with African countries that are now overthrowing mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. these so-called colonial superpowers. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm calling that Putin is pulling a Machiavelli <laughs> on the superpowers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and he's pulling the African countries out from underneath France mm -hmm. and weakening France. And if France falls... Like, it's just going to be a tumbling effect. Mm -hmm. Like, the rest of the European Union, like, if France, because France relies on Africa. France has such a stronghold in keeping Africa under its thumb. The world does. The mm -hmm. world does. The whole world. Yeah, but particularly France. Mm -hmm. So, if, right. you, if you pull the rug out from underneath France, you're effectively starting, not starting, it's already started, mm -hmm. but you're showing, like, I think Putin is fighting this war on so many intelligent fronts. It's a, yeah, it's slow. Yeah, Putin yeah. knows what he's doing, yeah. bro. I like the analogy of the chess game. Mm -hmm. He's playing a slow yeah, he's, game. It's, it's, he, yeah. he, has, he knows what he's doing. He's in power. He's not going anywhere. Anywhere. He's been president for decades. Yeah. He's, I, like, I like that, though. Yeah. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of people, especially coming from here in America, would think that that's like a dictatorship. But really what that but shows is that they have, yeah, they have some yeah. kind of traditional sense to things in places like Eastern Europe, like Russia and those places, right? And I think it's interesting with what's happening now in Africa because for a long time, people look at Africa as like backwards and like behind because we all know about the coups and all this stuff, right? Yeah. Now, it's funny because the coups that were happening before were actually coups that was put in place by places like France, to take out leaders who exactly. are not going to be with their agendas. Exactly. Now the we're seeing revolution. the opposite, opposite happen. Mm -hmm. We're seeing leaders who are with the colonial agendas being taken out. Yep. And those, those are the coups that are now being put in propaganda. There's like propaganda against these coups now saying, oh, look, look at these Africans. They, they can't get it mm -hmm. together. They're forever like this. They're forever like that. But really, mm -hmm. they're not showing what's really going on behind the scenes and what's going on behind the scenes, as Tutipsa just said, is there's a new dawn coming. Yeah. I mean, it's there's a new here. day. Well, there's like, a here. there's like a fear in American culture to rise up, to like, you know, go against the government. And I think there was an opportunity at some point. I don't point. know about the, the conservatives, bro. Like Republicans? Yeah, I mean. Like Republicans don't sure. seem like they're yeah. afraid to. They stormed the White yeah. House, but. I'm just saying in general, there's like this general fear. And actually, you know what? It's interesting how it switched because it used to be Democrats. Democrats used to be yeah. the ones, especially like in the George Bush era and stuff like that. They were like the ones that were protesting the war and they wanted to rise up against the government. And then there was this kind of switch in the like political spectrum. Well, I thought you were talking yeah. way, way back. I thought you were going to... No, like, George, no, you know, you know Republicans used to be yeah. like, like um, oh. what's his name? 
was a Republican. Abraham Lincoln was a Republican. Mm -hmm. So it's like the Republicans used to actually be Mm -hmm. kind of the more progressive progressive party. It's really, it's better to say liberal. They used to be more of the liberal party, but now it's completely reversed. So I thought that's what you're talking about, but yeah. Well, they had to reverse it because, again, the Democrats were the real you know slave owners and all those things so when they saw the republicans doing the things that they were doing especially that the amount of black people that were a part of that party historically they had to kind of like kind of reverse the script a little bit and kind of like give people like or tell people that they're giving them what they want to make it seem like they're this way when they're really this way which is why so many minor so-called minorities vote democrat Mm. not realizing it yeah, Man. the black, the black Hispanics. Not black unless you vote for Biden. Right, they vote Democrat, <laughs> not realizing that voting Democrat is what's been keeping them back in certain areas for so long. Mm. Mm. Well, I mean, it, it, you know, uh, it, it just goes to show. Not to say voting is is necessarily valid, though. No, voting's a waste of time. I'm just gonna say it. I don't care. Voting's voting's a huge waste of time, but voting's a waste of time because. The thing is, is you can't go to the oppressor and ask them to stop oppressing you. Or you can't use the oppressor's avenues to somehow get out of oppression. It doesn't work that way. And everybody thinks that because they buy into the system and make the system run. Mm -hmm. Because you have to understand that eventually every dog has its day in the system. But there are some people that like the system. Mm -hmm. Like Trump's a good example of somebody that's honest about the way that the system works. Mm-hmm. Because even when they're like, Trump, you don't pay taxes. He's like, I know I, I don't know pay I taxes. Don't. And you shouldn't either. And he's like, and you shouldn't either. Why do you? And he's like, and Hillary's donors don't pay taxes. And Hillary's not going to end tax cuts because everyone that contributes to her campaign mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is people that benefit from the same tax codes that I do. Mm-hmm. And he's like, and I know those people personally. <laughs> and he's like, and it's just not happening. Super he's, like, he's like, nah, it's a wrap. And that's the thing. It's like anyone who's honest about the system mm-hmm. is that people, if you're honest, then you know that there are ways that you can benefit from the system. But it's just about like, are you the one benefiting? And that's the thing, Matthew Ruta, in regards to your question, is like about the lesser of two evils. And why does the world have to decide between the lesser of two evils? America isn't good, but Russia isn't, is not a clean, is not clean either. Why are we siding with shady, uh, shady murderers or shady murders? This is the thing, is that ultimately you have to understand that it's about what's in your own self-interest. And it's in... Russia's self-interest, I mean, uh, Africa's self-interest, and for certain people in the world to align themselves with the superpowers because it's in their best interest. Now, who's to say who's going to win? I don't know. Because ultimately, governments in and of themselves are something that are going to have to fall. Mm -hmm. It's something that's going to have to dissolve completely. Now, whether or not that happens in this lifetime is another conversation entirely. Now, if we can get to that front as a collective within humanity, that's when you will really start to see humanity kind of turning the corner, is when we get rid of politics and we go back to the original forms of so-called government 
that stem from the comedic system because the comedic system is the original outline or framework that these governments get their kind of not kind of that these governments get their whole framework from so you have to understand that if we if we if we're talking about the lesser of two evils it's sort of like which one resembles kemet the most and russia's system resembles kemet more than the american system mm -hmm. so if you see us saying that and for whoever's commenting saying they're like oh you guys aren't comedic because you guys are saying this about trump or you guys are saying that about putin and all this kind of stuff you're, you're not comedic you're not comedic at all you're not even an initiate episode 12. so it's like for you to even say that it's like who are you it's like you're not even associated with any of our temples. You might be coming from one of these fake organizations. You might be out here saying shit like Ankh in my eye. And Episode then you're just out here making up names like, oh, my name is Ankhan Dufa Daffodil and whatever and all this kind of nonsense. Not and you just have like all these made up kind of names. And it's like, bro, you're not comedic. You don't know the first thing. And then if you're sitting there and you're thinking, you're like, oh, well, politics are like evil and we shouldn't be gravitating toward politics. You're a fool because politics run the world right now. So if you don't actually subscribe to understanding the powers that be that are running the world, then you're just an idiot. Well, it's because we don't have like uh, like uh, spreadsheets with uh, the Nintendo on them, and we're not talking about like comedic stuff all the time. Well, because the thing is, is that's what you get in initiation yeah. you learn how to think and you learn about the perspective and the way that our ancestors actually functioned you don't learn how to be an antiquated baboon walking through the streets with the inability to think you don't learn how to be an antiquated idiot just walking through the streets thinking that you're comedic because you put on an outfit or because you walk around with an onk or because you claim to be comedic because my ancestors were comedic. How do you know? You don't know that your ancestors were comedic just because of the color of your skin. That doesn't mean you're comedic. Because that's the furthest thing from being comedic. Because to be comedic was not to be aligned with a skin tone. It was to be aligned with a cultural way of living. So it's just ridiculous. So for everybody out there that's saying that kind of shit, just be quiet. Just let people that actually know what's going on talk. And then stop trying to deflect and, you know take the conversation in other ways because you don't know the first thing you know it's uh interesting right going back to what you said about how when you look at this time and this this system and how it doesn't really resemble Kemet but then you can look at some place like Russia who were looking at the Putin and saying oh he's a dictator how something like that more so resembles Kemet. And I think there's a big misunderstanding on the concepts and the ideas of government and culture and all these mm, things. Yep. But let me just say this. Government, like, meant, like, mentis to me, like, to control the mind, right? To govern or control somebody's mind. Like, that's a government, right? There's a difference between governments and governance. So, governance or governing society or governing human beings is different because that's actually a system that's in place to guide human beings and to guide the human spirit, which is different than somebody who's just trying to kind of control the human mind. It's completely different, right? So 
understand that when we're up here talking about what's going on in the world, it's not because we're necessarily subscribing to governments or we're subscribing mm -hmm. to the politics, but you have to be intelligent in the fact that this is the reality that's ruling today. And they you have to know you. how to maneuver it. Exactly. They affect you. You can't say they don't affect you. You have to know how to maneuver it. You have to know how to control your own, have your own governments or government over yourself in order to govern yourself because the reality is you have okay. to deal with these things. Mm -hmm. That's just what it is. So you can't just alienate yourself or excuse yourself from the realities that are at play right now. Yeah. That's just the reality. Well, well, they're just like a fake, there's a lot of fake spiritual people. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk about that in another episode because I don't want to go off on a rant. Also, um, where we're talking about the lesser of two evils. Like, yeah. what, is, what does that even mean? Like, <clears throat> what is more evil? Like, um, evil is evil. Right. Yeah, evil is evil. But evil is like, evil is something that's been like painted and like, um, it's been like marketed and quant tried to be like quantified to us in a very specific way. You know what I mean? Like, we think that being very open and being very liberal and being very you know whatever open-minded like that is like good and that means like i'm a good person because you know i i care about everyone and equality and then evil is like uh, closed-minded or traditional or you know like um just old like an old way of thinking and that's how we kind of paint it we paint it like like russia is evil because they want to stick to their more traditional values and they may not be as accepting of certain things or uh you know certain countries in africa are not accepting of lgbtq practices and therefore they're evil in some sort of way but it was interesting there's a video i don't know if it's in our hot topics hot topic hot topic. you shopped at you shop at hot topic when i was younger <laughs> yeah what were you buying at hot topic i don't know like Pants with Todd is like, I still shop there. <laughs> like, I got those socks from there. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Did you? No. Yeah, oh. They look like they would be, though. Uh, it's okay. Eight Duty probably still shops there, too. So yeah, okay. there was a, uh, no. There was like an <laughs> sure. African. Uh, I go in there every once in a while just to see what's in there. Really? Do you I don't like go, in nostalgia? I don't go really? into the mall often. But I go, why did you look at me? <laughs> he looked at me with such disgust. <laughs> I just like, imagined you. Like he, he looked at me. With, he looked at me with such disgust. Like you had to have seen the look in his eyes. He's like, <laughs> a little sneer. Yeah, all, right, all right, keep going. Keep going. Hot right. topics. There was this guy, and he was talking about how, like, you know, they'll they'll come after African countries for like certain mandates that they have, the LGBTQ yeah. stuff, but they'll never come after the Arabs. Yeah. They'll never come after the Arabs. Like they'll never they'll never say like oh like in Iran like let's go after Saudi Arabia because yeah. they don't accept certain people because they need them. They need yeah, they them. need Saudi Saudi Arabia. They need them and probably Saudi's contracts are just better off because Niger is like the second poorest country in the world, but it's one of the it's largest exporters. Of, yeah, Niger yeah. is one of the largest uh, exporters of uranium, but yeah. somehow they're the second poorest country well, in the world. Well, because they're not getting any of the contracts mm -hmm. for the uranium. Right. It's so-called companies from other superpowers like China. Corporations. That, and other corporations mm -hmm. that are getting the contracts because they're buying up the land. Mm -hmm. Because if you're like uh, someone that owns land and then they discover uranium on mm -hmm. it, like real indigenous people, and these are some of the things we actually do, is we help, I'm not going to say this, mm -hmm. but... <laughs> 
I know what you were gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not. I'm not gonna say. You know this. what? But I'm, it's it's we mm-hmm. we know about that mm-hmm. because we we know that it's important to ensure that no one finds out mm-hmm. if you have something like that mm-hmm. because that's very dangerous to kind of let people it's like letting a wolf into the hen house Mm -hmm. because once they're in they're in and it's very difficult to fight off a wolf Mm. and that's the problem is these countries like in niger is finally saying like enough is enough get out Mm -hmm. and that's what burkina did like i had a flight uh through air france like just a flight that it was supposed to happen i think uh in I think the beginning of August or something like that. I don't remember. But uh, mm. when Burkina threw France out of like and shut down Air France's ability to do it to fly in Burkina, Air France put it like, "Oh, we're n- we canceled your flight due to this and due to that and all this kind of stuff and blah 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 yada yada yada." Anyway, long story short, the problem is is that like. Africa is finally saying enough is enough and get out. Mm-hmm. Like France has such a stronghold in West Africa to such a degree that it's finally, finally mm-hmm. happening that Africa is saying that from now on, you guys can't do business in our countries. You guys can't come take our resources and you guys can't come infringe upon our culture because Uganda passing that bill is telling that these European superpowers like keep your culture mm-hmm. don't bring your culture and try and push it on our communities they don't have mm. hot topic in Uganda <laughs> they don't have hot topic in Russia mm. I feel like hot topic is the reason for World War 3 really really yeah. on that note uh, I think we're ready for uh, rapid fire uh, but let's go into some com- uh, some questions first because we're obviously going off the rails here with hot topic. Um, so yeah, um, we'll we'll save that question for last because I know you're like, you know, like oh, really excited the scenario question. Well, it depends depends on, on, like, yeah. So we'll save the question for last so you can walk us into uh, rapid fire. But Matthew Ruta asked, "Can we address the dinosaur conspiracy?" Why are there dinosaurs in medieval paintings before dinosaurs were even discovered in the 1800s? Um, I'm about to shatter your dreams. Matthew, I know that you're planning on becoming an initiate, so I'm going to handle this question like as I would if you were an initiate asking, because dinosaurs don't exist, and nothing that the gods would create would actually finish. Like, it's very easy for them to talk about, like, certain creatures going extinct or becoming extinct. But the question is, is, like, science is not able to actually know if certain creatures are going extinct because they can't be everywhere at all times. So they can only do their studies based on limited, you know, geographical locations and limited geographical circumstances. So they're not able to tell so dinosaurs aren't real and it's a part of a huge like there's a lot of propaganda to keep the human being locked in a version of so-called history 
through the reinforcement of academia. And you have to understand that science, religion, and politics are in on it together. So behind closed doors, they make agreements to present things in a certain kind of way in terms of being at odds with one another or being conflicting ideologies or ideologies that represent different alternatives to the individual. But the truth of the matter is that the system in and of itself is designed in a way that it targets the human nature. And it targets the human nature in that science is there to attack the logical leading in terms of the mind. Religion is there to target the fantastical, emotional, the emotional mm. leading person. And then politics is there to target the bullshit leading individual or the negotiating or the diplomatic leading individual. But Jurassic Park was a classic, though. I mean, Steven Spielberg is Come who on. you go get when you're trying to do some bullshit, bro. Right. Like, Steven Spielberg <laughs> is like, when you're trying to sell some bullshit, like Schindler's List, like, uh, um, what else? They just, he did Jurassic Park. He did, um, he did Jaws. He did, um, you know, a lot of, I think there was a Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, Jurassic Park. Yeah. There was a Joe Rogan podcast on this. Like, somebody had said that, like, about dinosaur bones not being real. And they came with all this evidence and stuff. And Joe Rogan had this guy who was supposed to be, like, an excavator of the bones and the fossils. And the guy claimed to, like, he kind of tried to shut it down. He claimed that, yeah. you know, he's been there and he's seen the bones, he's seen the fossils and all that stuff. But, again, I personally would challenge it because I've also seen other people come out and say that all that stuff is fake. What dinosaurs? Yeah, like yeah, the, the bones. Like they literally, yeah. they literally just make the bones and they make the sculptures. Yeah, I mean, like I, it's almost like out of somebody's imagination. Yeah, I mean that's why it would be in a painting. Like you're not gonna look at a a Salvador Dali painting or like a surrealist. Like when the surrealist paintings were popular mm -hmm. or when that time was happening in the art world or that era of art, and you're not gonna be like. This is this is real. But if humans can't create and they can only copy, what is imagination then? How are it's they a big ass lizard, bro. Yeah, it's, it's, a, a lizard. it's a big lizard. Yeah, it's a big ass lizard. Right. There's a, you also gotta remember there's also things maybe not in this yeah, in dimension, not in this dimension, but yeah, in true. other dimensions yeah, that people might have experienced yeah. in their dreams when yeah. they travel. Or drugs. But that too. Two drugs. That too. Yeah. But that's conversations for another day. Yeah. So Matthew, it's 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 a ploy. I mean, I mean, it's a big it's a big play on people so to keep them locked in a so-called version of history. And it's funny because how does the Bible explain the dinosaur thing? Did Adam name the dinosaurs? They don't. They don't talk about dinosaurs. And um, what if World War Three just levels the playing field and it ends up being a draw? This is another question from Matthew Ruta. And Matthew, don't listen to Medicata. She's a hater. You can keep asking questions. It's good to ask questions. Um, what if World War Three just levels the playing field and it ends up being a draw? Um, it what? probably will be a draw, though. I don't think it'll be a draw. You don't think it'll be a draw? I think if There's Russia... going to be a winner... I think if Russia does what? If Russia gets the uh, the World Bank to drop the U.S. dollar okay. as the I see what you're as saying. the world currency, it's a wrap, bro. I see what you're saying. It's a wrap. Yeah. Is it really? Because then America will have to go to war because bro, the economy. It's a wrap in certain areas and certain aspects, but then we just have to be dealing with that. 
Bro, come on, bro. Like, I, I want America to fall. And I think, so I'm here rooting for Russia. I, oh, oh, hear me out, hear me out. Yeah. I'm not, not saying I'm not with We should have moved to yeah. Russia. But here's the thing. You said, you said here's we should the thing. move to here's Russia. Here's the thing. Well, we can go start an air center in Russia. Here's the thing. We still live here. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying I'm for not now, with you. Yeah. But for certain circumstances, You're we still us. have to be here. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. But if, if it starts popping off, like the minute that that comes out, that there's a possibility that the U.S. dollar is dropped, bro. I don't know about y'all, but I'm out. Mm. Like I'm not. Like I'm on the first boat to Africa, not boat. plane, boat. Boat. Because if they ground the planes, I'm on the first boat. I will canoe to Africa. Chill. Like, I mean, you can. Our ancestors have you seen did the it. Videos of the ocean. All right, bro. So I'm gonna get on a flight boat. I'm gonna get a container. Jesus. I'm gonna get a container, and I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Like smuggle myself to Africa. I mean, like I said, you could. Yeah. Our ancestors did it. Bruh. Africa's not as far as they tell you. Bruh. If saying. I'm serious. If it pops off, then I'm out. Like before they shut down the plane, all of that stuff. Like, I'm out. Yeah, I got an escape, an escape strategy. Y'all are haters. Y'all are gonna be stuck here. I'm gonna be like, should have listened. Episode twenty of <laughs> Gated Gates. I told y'all niggas, but she didn't want to listen. People are still stuck on twelve. Oh yeah, that's true. Well, fuck those people. Um, we already answered Every that time question. We curse, I have to Why? say that this is an explicit video. Oh, you do? Yeah. It's okay. Shouldn't we be striving for nonviolent solutions? I get self-protection is necessary, but what are the spiritual implications of killing and war, Matthew Ruta? Mm. Good question. Do you guys want to take it, or you guys want me to take it? Dun dun dun! Shoot. I feel like you got this. <laughs> this is this is what you, you this is how you deflect when you don't when you don't want to answer it. You seem right. um. You said what? What? What does it go for it? <laughs> okay, so yes, um, there's 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 a, there's heavy 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 spiritual implications for killing and war, and there are certain ceremonies that you do when someone's involved in war and when someone comes from even or has a reincarnation like a past life in which they've killed people there's certain things that you do certain things that you have to wear to kind of correct it i'm saying that for anybody who wants to try me my reincarnation was about that life all right two tips always has his boxing gloves on <laughs> No, I don't. You act like I walk or you act like okay, whatever you tooty. So uh <clears throat> yes, it is it's very it's that's just for all the all the haters and the copiers out there. Um so we should be striving for nonviolent solutions because ultimately the number one goal is to preserve life as a comedic person, right? Mm -hmm. Or as a healer, I should say. Not a comedic person, as a healer. And you want to preserve life. So you don't want to take life. Now, with that being said, you know, sometimes war is a necessary thing, but war in the culture was a bit different because it wasn't, the basis of war wasn't to kill. Mm -hmm. So it just, there's, it's very, very, it's a very complex topic. And to answer it, 
is to kind of go into a lot that we're not going to go into. So uh, the long answer is yes, we should always be striving for nonviolent solutions or non-murderous solutions because sometimes violence is what, you know, needs to happen sometimes for some people to understand a certain kind of language because certain people speak a language of violence. And sometimes you have to speak a language of violence to get certain people to calm down or certain people to understand that you can't do certain things. Now, uh, you don't want to kill. Ultimately, killing is a no-no, and it's not a line you want to cross, and it comes with a lot of spiritual, spiritual implications. Uh, Matthew Ruta, that's not a question. You said I can ask a question about the other mystery schools, but that might be too much. Matthew, no question from you is too much. Uh, you can ask if you want. You know, it's um, funny. I remember one time, even way before initiation, I read a um a story about war in like ancient Africa, right. and how when they would fight battles, they would fight battles with the intent of injury, but not necessarily the intent of killing. Batman. Yeah. And even if like by some mishap there was a, like a death that happened, I'm gonna turn off your mic. The enemy <laughs> would actually this guy. The enemy of the or the person you killed, you would actually allow them time to get their dead, the dead bodies, or you'd bring the bodies back mm -hmm. to the enemy mm -hmm. camp, mm -hmm. and then you would perform the ceremonies yeah. necessary. It's huge. Mm -hmm. Like death, death is huge. Like Kemet is a culture of death. Like don't be fooled, and that's why. That's why there's a fascination from the museums and academia, and they even have a whole section of their academic institutions called Egyptology. They study everything in terms of the great ancestors and the region that was considered one of the capitals of the great ancestors. So it's a uh, it's big, man. It's it's death is huge. It's like the to be considered a chem it doesn't come with being the ability to hold an onk and dress in white and then take our ancestral you know, depictions at face value, it comes with understanding that our ancestors pierced beyond the veil of death and mastered death. And we're not afraid of death. And we understand the cycles of reincarnation, what happens in death. But that's a story for another day. That's, a that's not a story for another day. That's a topic for initiation. That even... And way, way far, far, far down the line. I was going to say something, but since you said that, I'm not going to say it. Yeah, don't. Yeah. No. Nah. I'm not going to go with that. Yeah, we, uh, for those of you that are listening, September 3rd, Doors of Initiation are opening up in New Jersey. All throughout the month of September, we have um, the Doors of Initiation opening. Uh, word from our sponsor, Sauce Hot Sauce. Sauce Hot Sauce began in 2007 when a small group of students traveling in West Africa were trying to think of ways to support charitable projects. One of the students traveling happened to be an artisanal hot sauce chef, and right there, Sauce Hot Sauce was born. Since then, Sauce Hot Sauce has prided itself on making exceptional artesian hot sauces with high-quality ingredients to support good causes. We continue to do this with the best and tastiest offering of sauce flavors to date, with a focus on supporting displaced families in the Fada Ngorma region of Burkina Faso with the revenue from our sales. Sauce Hot Sauce. Which one is your favorite sauce? Island Crown. Mm. Island Crown is my favorite. Because I only use salsa verde if I'm eating Mexican food, and I only use circuits fire if I'm trying to get out of eating the meal. 
<laughs> so I put circuits fire. I put a lot of circuits fire on it. I'm like, it's a lot of hot sauce. It's too spicy for me. And then I just leave. Mm. And I throw the plate in someone's face. No, I'm kidding. Um, boxing gloves. Yeah, with my boxing gloves. You act like I walk around with boxing gloves. Like, don't do that. People are going to think I actually walk around with boxing gloves. It's like your shirt. Like, Which you walk one? around with that shirt on. That shirt. I walk around with a tank on. <laughs> yeah, I know. You and, you and, you and Zawaz, man. Mm-hmm. You're the tank party. That's why you guys got a shutout today. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think, I think that, oh. He said, what are the other mystery schools up to? They're chilling peacefully and not doing anything. What do you mean by mystery schools, though? Let's, yeah, yeah, I want to make that clear. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, what other mystery, what mystery schools? That's a great question. Yeah, when you say mystery schools, Matthew Ruta, do you mean like the... Uh, are you talking about Kepta temples? Because that's, we're all one mystery school. We're just different locations. Or are you talking about like the like because that's not a mystery the door, school the doors are opening in the other locations as yeah. well uh, on September 3rd and then also on other yeah like Kepta in and of itself is a mystery school mm-hmm. it just we have different locations if you're talking about the locations if you're talking about like uh, the Shrine of Mont or Temple of Anu or um, some of the other ones uh, the Nuwapians I don't know all of the all of the different so-called, you know, comedic organizations, those aren't mystery schools. I don't know what they are, cults, but they're not mystery schools. Hmm. So yeah, maybe he means like the Masons or Asian the, mystery schools or the Kabbalans or whatever what they call them. Matthew Ruta. I have no idea. I'm not Asian. I've never been an initiate of Asian Asian mystery schools, so I will have to tell you I do not know, sir. Um, I don't know. Is he like the Shaolin Temple? Like yeah, I don't know. Are you talking about like the thirty thick, the thirty six chambers of Wu? Thirty thick. I know, right? The thirty thick chambers of Wu. Like, I think what he you means historical mystery Riza? schools, like the ones people speak about. What are the ones that people speak about? Simone. Yeah, oh, shout out to Simone and Gary. The, Gary's actually not his name. You don't remember his name? To my husband? Yeah, Nile. Nile. I know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, is Gary actually? Is Gary? I don't know. Is Gary Nile's name? Simone and, and uh, Nile. Yeah, are know. you are you coming? Shout you guys coming on? No. You guys coming on? Don't, don't do yes, that, yeah. bro. Don't do that, bro. Yeah. Don't be yeah. like, are you coming to my party <laughs> on Sunday? Tell us on the live. Yeah, like I mean, we hope like, to see yeah. you. You know. Yeah, I mean, it'll be nice For to sure. see Simone and Nile. Yeah, and no, also Nile, you can't. We, we know we know your name, Nile. It just we don't know who Gary is. Yeah, and but also, yeah. if you can't make it to registration, we have an orientation coming up, which is actually considered like the first class. Shh, so, shh, 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 shh. Don't get, don't tell don't them the secrets. Quiet. Yeah, don't tell them the secrets. Class registration this Sunday, September. So I know, yeah, September third, one p.m. That's here in New Jersey. Uh, the the 
the mystery schools in the Himalayas, they might be opening up the doors of initiation. Matthew, you should go there and you should tell us if the doors of initiation were opened. You should go there like Dr. Strange and tell us, Kamertage, tell us if Kamertage yeah. accepts you as a student. And then you can come back and then we can, you know, do a, a whole lot of cool shit as the, uh, what's the, what's the wizard, like the wizard title that they have in Doctor Strange? Sorcerer? Sorcerer Supreme. A Sorcerer Supreme sounds like a Taco Bell <laughs> item, but yeah, you can be the Sorcerer, you can be Just the Sorcerer Supreme, Matthew Ruta. I am very hungry. By the way. Okay, let's get into rapid fire. This has been a ridiculous, ridiculous episode. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so first up, we have Changshan, a country, a county, excuse me, a county in uh, China. Is, is that where the mystery schools in Asia are? <laughs> yeah. I don't like know. a restaurant I want to go <laughs> to. Yeah, they're onto something. A county in China is offering to pay couples who get married before the age of 25. They are. They have announced that last week that couples could receive 1,000 yuan, which is equivalent to $137, if the what? bride is 25 or younger when they That's tie it? the knot. In China, is that a lot of money? China's cheap. It might be. It might be a lot of money in China, though. If that's a no, lot it's of money not. in China, it's for not. the Chinese. It's not. It's not. I read in the comments of that article. They were like, "That's not really that much." Because for a meal, it's like fifty. So you what's the incentive? So what's the incentive of They're getting married? They're giving you one free meal on us to get married. <laughs> like three free like meals. The, three free. It's much less about an incentive, but it's meant to promote age-appropriate marriage and child-appropriate oh. marriage. Are they having a problem with like people getting married? Because I know Japan is having that problem. There are like a lot of single women in Japan because they're now pursuing their independence. They've been more westernized. How do you know that? Oh, yeah, oh. she has a client in Japan because she was yeah. shaking her head. She's like, yeah. there are like, there are like, yeah, I don't know, like ten or fifteen men for every woman in Japan. Yeah, they're not having babies anymore because the yeah. women don't want to be traditional. Yeah, the offer is meant to address China's first in decline in popular yeah. in population in six decades. That makes sense, as yeah. reported by NBC. I mean, China has a lot of people. Yeah, but, yeah, but the population is declining, like you just yeah. said. Like it's at the lowest it's ever been, mm. so it's like decreasing. So they're trying to get ahead of the curveball right. and promote marriages so that they can have more children, mm -hmm. so they can you know, continue the society. Yeah, like get you a little young joint, my exactly. boy. <laughs> get you one of them ones that got the childbearing years out of it, because it's it's gonna go fast. <laughs> they're like, and we'll even throw in three free meals. <laughs> Literally, it's $150. China. Uh, China. Shout out, shout out to China. Wow. <laughs> Three free meals, but like, it's $50. Like, what kind of meal? We talking about like a Taco Bell meal Bro, in I don't China? Know. I'm not, Are I'm we not talking about there. like an Outback Steakhouse meal? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what kind of meal are we talking? Next topic. China. But shout out to them though. At least they're trying to. They see the. They see the necessity or the need for repropriation because here in the west we can clearly see yeah. all the different movements that are trying to destroy the family structure but they need to start paying up <laughs> that's not enough money yeah but you know that it's china come on yeah it's true actually matthew rita 
Matthew Richter said, guys, I know that Doctor Strange shit ain't real, but I only heard about Kepta because people were talking about other cultural mystery schools. Uh, I'm not going to say Doctor Strange isn't real. There's a lot in Doctor there's Strange. A lot, there's, a lot of, a lot. there's a lot of metaphysical revelations in Doctor Strange. We'll just leave it at that. Next topic. Matthew Richards is going to be like, I, dun, dun, I'm going to cover Todd. He's like, we he's like forget the Toronto school. Going to cover Todd. Let's get through it. All right, next topic. African coups expose and unravel a web of Western meddling. So, uh, French prosecutors Message. have just charged former president um, Nicolas Sarkozy, who spearheaded Western support for the overthrow of Libyan leader Muammar Gaddafi. Wait, who, in who's this? Who charged him? Uh, French prosecutors have just charged Mr. Nicholas. And he's a former what? He, who spearheaded Western support for the overthrow of Muammar Gaddafi in 2011. Um, and he, it's funny because he's gone, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And he's been gone for a long time. But his impact still is like still being felt to this day in the region of Africa. Mm-hmm. Because for those of you that don't know, he probably gave Putin the idea <laughs> because his whole the thing that Putin's doing right now with BRICS is what Gaddafi, Gaddafi was talking about doing. And then, you know, Hillary and her boys and her girls were like, nah, bruh, you out of here. Because word on the street is that Obama didn't want to go into Libya. But it was Hillary. Can you do the Bill Clinton voice? I not have sexual relations <laughs> with that woman. <laughs> Making a joke. Don't kill us. Hillary, don't kill us. So, yeah. Uh, just some more backup information. They were saying that um, when former U.S. President Barack Obama took office in 2009, Paris Insiders said that given his focus on containing China, Obama delegated much of Africa to the French and the British, who promptly screwed things up. Obama was still talking about those screw ups in 2016 when he told The Atlantic in an interview that he had more faith in the Europeans given Libya's proximity being invested in the follow up in the wake of the French and UK backed coup against Gaddafi. Yeah, because Gaddafi was the gatekeeper in Africa. Because as far as I know, and anyone can correct me if I'm wrong, is that um, good, good, like Libya in and of itself was kind of like uh, kind of maintaining people from maybe entering into Europe to mm-hmm. some extent. Mm-hmm. But then once Gaddafi was gone, shout out to Hillary. Uh, no, don't shout out to Hillary. Yeah, shout out to Hillary. Mm-hmm. She did a good job. <laughs> she did a phenomenal job. She's a reptilian. It, Really, really. Okay, bro, stop. Let's, let's not. Actually, people, people believe yeah, that people stuff. Actually, <laughs> people will be like, Kepta said Hillary's a reptilian? <laughs> I knew it. 
And then we're gonna get that one guy that shows up, and you're not gonna be here. We're gonna get that yeah, one guy be because it's just gonna happen, like on a day where it's gonna be like me sitting here by myself, or not that I'm ever here by myself, but it's just gonna be me or someone else here. And then with your boxing gloves, someone's gonna yeah with my box because I walk around with my boxing gloves like I'm Kangaroo Jack, and then just someone's gonna walk up and be like. We're gonna be like, who is it? He's gonna be like, I, I heard about you guys. I heard about, I heard, I heard that you guys, you guys know about. Wait, we should go inside and talk about this. And we're gonna go inside, and then the homeboy's gonna be like, Are all your electronic devices in a rice cooker? And he's gonna say some shit like that, and then he's gonna be like, Okay. He's like, Is Hillary reptilian? Because I heard they're all reptilians. <laughs> and then you're going to be like nowhere to be found. And then we're going to be sitting here trying to figure out how to get rid of some psychopath that's just going to be hanging out at the temple. But uh, yeah, um, yeah, I think that's becoming more blatant, blatantly obvious in terms of like how the, how like, that's kind of like what I love about the the existence is that Energy comes back on you. What you Pause. put out. <laughs> what you put out. I need you to put your big boy panties on, even to Hootie. Like, pause. And, and I can't even. I can't. Even, yeah. Okay, whatever. Sitting existence comes back on. You know what? Just I think we should just forget it. Just end this. Next topic. <laughs> move on. All right. Man, we can't just have a laugh sometimes. Yeah, it just I mean, has to yeah, be so but, fucking yeah. comedic and robotic. No, it's not that, sir. Okay. It's just that we already have the detractors out there talking about how we're like this and we're like that. We're, human we're here making well. cum jokes. <laughs> Good joke, dude. Yeah. No, I'll give you that. It was a good joke. We're sex positive. Yeah, yeah, we're so we're family. Well, we yeah, family. Right? We're family happy, sex positive. Right? Hey, yeah. life. Yeah. Big families, preserving life. Preserving yeah. life. Yeah. Having yeah. children. Yeah, we're just not reptilian positive, so please don't show up. <laughs> like right. trying to right. find out the inner workings of the reptilians. Okay. Next topic: White House is preparing for Biden impeachment. Mm. So. The White House has brought together two dozen legal and media experts to combat an expected Republican effort to impeach U.S. 46 President Joe Biden. Hmm. NBC reported on Friday, citing a White House aide familiar with the administration's strategy. Uh, So according to eight inside sources, the counter-impeachment strategy has reportedly been under development for several months. Mm-hmm. as House Republicans have attempted to investigate the president and his son, Hunter Biden, and their foreign business entanglements. So, um... They yeah, already said Hunter Biden. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <clears throat> you know, we know, spiritually speaking, right. that um, what the father does can go to the children. Mm-hmm. So, if, 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 I'm not saying this is the case, but it would be a very strong argument, spiritually speaking, that what would be happening with Hunter is a result of all the fuckery that Joe 
has been doing. Now, the other thing is this, is um, you look at uh, Tom Hanks, right? Mm-hmm. You know his son, Chet Hanks? Love him. Yeah, you probably listen to his music. He's my idol. Yeah, you guys look like you guys shop at the same store. So <laughs> We both speak. <laughs> he speaks good Patois. Have you heard him before? Yeah, have you heard his? Sadly, I saw videos. <laughs> Yeah, Jamaicans accept him. Yeah, do you accept? Let me let me let me make something clear. There's a difference between accepting and finding people funny. This so you're saying difference. that Jamaicans like Chet Hanks because he's funny? It's it's like it's like the. It's like the play thing. It's like, oh, the white boy is talking patois, you know? Yeah. <laughs> He's doing so, the dance. For those of you that don't know, there's a heated rivalry between Kajas Riemann and Ibn Tahuti. It's not, it's not a rivalry. It is a rivalry. He has a misunderstanding it is, it of is what, a rivalry what's being accepted. A rivalry. Because we were sitting down one day, we were working, and we were doing something, and Ibn Tahuti played uh, Matin Yashu. Matis Yahoo. Yeah, whatever. He's, for those of you that don't know, nobody knows. (laughs) People People know Matis Yahoo. People might. He's a. Matis knows Matis Yahoo, I bet. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. Say who he is. Say who he is. Matis Yahoo is is an Orthodox uh, rapper. No, no. And no. I mean, he well, he raps and he and he makes like uh, he makes he's a, he's a Jewish reggae, reggae reggae music. He's a well, Jewish Orthodox listen, reggae I guarantee artist. You, I guarantee you, nobody but other white people know about a Jewish reggae singer. But hold on, hold on, hold on. That, true. That's not true. That's not true. Because I knew I knew who he was. Why? He was. Why did you know who he was? Because I had come across him earlier in my life, and I was like. This is fucking hilarious. That, because you that's see, the stance. That's the stance see, we would take. Is we'd be like, "That's funny." That's but hold on, but hold on, hold on. But so we walked in the room. Pause. And what Ibtahuti was playing was he was playing Shaggy, right? And so we asked Ibtahuti because it was only a few of us in the room working, right? And so we're off topic. Pause. No, okay. wait, we're on and topic. No, let's, we are let's on go. topic. We're on topic. And so what happened was... He doesn't know months. So I walk in the room and I'm like, why are you guys listening to Shaggy? And then I immediately asked Ibtahuti because he was sitting at the computer. I said, and he was like, I'm playing Shaggy because I felt like this is what Kaja's Raymond wanted to listen to. <laughs> and then I was like, is that... Why? Yes. Like, why Shaggy? Oh, and then he's like, because he's Jamaican. And then from that point, I was like, you know who you should play? Because I knew who that was. And I was like, you should play Mati Ashiashi. And then so he plays the sad, that. The sad part was I was not even bumping to the Shaggy. Yeah, no, I was dead ass just sitting there like, off. what the fuck is this? No, but Kaja's Rumor looks like visibly pissed. <laughs> And so we're trying to create cultural connections. Yeah, we're trying to, you know, build build yeah, bridges, build bridges. You know? Shake and then, some hands, kiss some babies. Pause. And so what happened was basically we see just like the like the the anger rise in Kajazariman. It's not it's the way the way Kajazariman looked at Ibtahuti was the way he looked at me 
when I said I walk into Hot Topic every now and then to see what's going on inside Hot Topic. It was like utter disgust and disdain. It was like nothing but filed judgment. And, you know, it. Matthew Ruta said, nah, man, I don't know. I'm pretty white. He said, not every white person is a wannabe gene. It's all good, it's all lovely. Yeah. He's like, it's okay. He's like, white brotherhood. He's like, we're in this together. But, um, okay, uh, next topic. <laughs> we need to keep this short and sweet. Pause. Okay. You took it there. Why? Why? You took it. You there. haven't Why? beaten my pause today yet. Yeah, but are it's we a, on the last topic? Matt, no. no, we have like uh, how many more topics? Let's go. Yeah, this, this is pretty oh. possible. Molly grabs black gold. Just, just black like that. gold or black gold? Black gold. It's got to be back. What? Did oh, you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No. 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 I'm bugging. I just read it wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Molly grabs back gold. Cool. Okay, Pause. so Molly's announced radical plans <laughs> to take more control of the country's vast mineral resources. Mm-hmm. Many of its mm-hmm. mines are run by foreign firms, including Canada's Barrick Gold and B2 Gold, Australia's Resolute Mining, and the Britain's. I haven't heard one Malian country. <laughs> Under a fresh law, the government can own 30% of new projects with another 5% available to the Malian enterprises. Mm. Tax exemptions for the foreign mining companies will also be scrapped and could boost state coffers by $800 million per year. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I mean, if that's not an example of why... Africa needs to kick out every foreign interest company, then I don't know what else to say. And now Matthew Ruta is listing off all of his musical acts that he listens to that may make him aligned with getting a black card. (laughs) Let's just stick to Mali. You know, I think this is uh, this is interesting. Because where my mind immediately goes is what's going to eventually happen to all of the jewelry stores, mm. all the diamond shops. Mm. But that's, all, all I of, was not expecting you to say that at all. That's, that's like such a, that's, what? No, no think about Let this. Him so you're talking about Zales? All of that. Diamond all of district. that. The diamonds, all of that. Like, if this, if Molly. If Mali's taking back gold, right? What happens when South Africa and the Congo takes back diamonds? I mean, I, I don't know. What I'm saying is this. Yeah. The, the, this whole point, because what all I'm, I'm thinking is about this. is the hot topic in the mall and the jewelry stores in the mall. So keep going. What I'm saying is this. You uh-huh. know who controls all the raw diamonds? Who? By the way, who? the Jews. All the African diamonds are mm-hmm. controlled by the Jews. Interesting. I didn't actually yeah. know that. Yeah. So, especially the uncut ones. You didn't know that. Why didn't I, they call it uncut gems? Oh, really? Adam Sandler. Oh, the Jews. Oh, speaking of which, shout out to the Jews. You'll see why I'm saying that very, very soon. Oh 
this guy. <laughs> so, eventually, right, aren't all these stores pretty much going to close down if that's the case? Like, when they say no more minerals, no more gold, no more diamonds? Yeah, I mean, where yeah. are people going to get their yeah, wedding rings? How are people going to get their wedding it's rings? It's going to happen. It's going to happen. I mean, wedding rings are such a huge waste of time. But how are people just going to get jewelry, huh? How are people going to get jewelry? It's going to shut down. Does do, do people realize this is kind of, like, scary for the Western world? Is jewelry really that big of a It's not just a jewelry. Industry? It's not just... It is, but it's not just a jewelry. It's everything. Well, what else is gold used for? What I'm saying is this, and if they're doing this with just gold, what mm-hmm. happens when they do it with cobalt? What happens when they do it with uranium? Yeah, I mean... Apple's not going to be releasing an iPhone every year, so that's great. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's great. Like, yeah, because then I, Apple can't. Apple has a ridiculous release schedule. Samsung and Apple have ridiculous release schedules for their phones, so it's going to force them to now make a new phone every few years instead of making them every year. And then it's mm-hmm. basically it's like Madden, bro. It's like the same game every year. They just like change the name. Matt Diruta said canceled. Matt, I was, I was, technically I was raised Jewish, you know, what, what, what I've come to You can't find, cancel what you are. Yeah, what I've come to find over time is, you know, what, what the original, uh, you know, spirituality is. So, you know, everyone is trying to find that coming from, you know, different backgrounds, different cultures, religions, etc. So, yeah, right, it, it, you're right about being canceled because there is definitely a, uh, there's a lot to it, but yeah. we'll just leave it at that. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> we're on a mission to get canceled. Are we really? Yeah. That's, that's technically what Gate of Gates Somehow is. Somehow we're still like, here, though. We're on a mission to 20 get episodes, yeah. still on YouTube. And we're going to keep going. Still live. We're going to keep going. And it's never going to stop. And keep poking the bear. Matthew Ruta listens to 21 Pilots in Lincoln Park. That does not count as rap. Okay. I'll never forget one time there was this white lady. She was like, have you ever heard of 21 Pilots? She's like, it's a, it's a group I've been listening to. They're so good. And I was like, man, what is this white lady talking about? And I had to go home and Google 21 Pilots. And I was like, no, I don't listen to 21 Pilots. I don't know what that is. Next it's a joke. It's a, not a joke. It's a group. You've heard their music before, but you don't know who they are because you don't listen what, to Twenty One Pilots. What's the song? Like, I don't song know, but there's it? a song. It's like it was like a really popular song. Trust me, you know who Twenty One Pilots is. I'll take your word for it. You know, but you just don't know. Okay, next um, topic. Please. Matt said he was joking, guys. Yeah. Next topic. Tuti, Matt said he was joking. <laughs> it's all good. But he called you Tahuti. He is not Tahuti. Called you Tahuti. Yeah. Tahuti. Yeah, he called you Tahuti, not Tahuti. <laughs> All right, next time. He said didn't mean to throw shade. I listened to Kanye and Jay Z. Millions. He's like Wash the Throne, greatest album of all time. Millions of dollars found at the chief of staff's oh, house man. in Gabon. So there's a video uh, we found on Shaka Bar's uh, Instagram. Of uh, all of these, just 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 so just bags of money, suitcases of ca- suitcases of cash. Do we know how much it is? It's a lot of money, bro. It yeah, was a lot. It's, it's definitely it like a, hundreds of thousands. Of <clears throat> yeah, least. I mean, that's why when these dictators are overthrown, 
everyone has to go. Everyone that was in their governments has to go. Mm-hmm. Because everyone was in on it. I would be in on it. It says billions. Billions? But billions may be in the Gabon currency. Yeah, maybe in the, 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 the I don't know how to say, like, Gabon, like, Gab- Gabonese or Gabonian? Gabonese. Gabonese. Gabonese? I don't know. I have no idea. I've never, I've ne- I, as far as I know, I've never really spoken about the Gabonian people, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Uh, if we can even call them that. I don't know. Gabonian people. Gabonian? Yeah. Gabonian. Gabonese is what it's Gabonese. called. Gabonese. I was right with my first one. Ga- Gabonese. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it, that's not surprising. I would be, please, if I was a high rate, if I was a chief of staff in Gabon, they wouldn't have found my money. It's I would have been gone, the, and I would have left with the money, like with the cash. The Gabon people are originally the pygmy people. Okay. Next topic. Before Abe <laughs> takes us where I know he's going to take us. And Bantu. Okay, okay. All right. Please. 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 Yeah, please. <laughs> All right. Next up. Uh, African countries. Q4 BRICS. More African countries are looking to forge links with BRICS. The bloc is made up of the world's biggest emerging economies, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa. But it wants to expand and invited several African nations to his recent foreign ministers meeting in Cape Town. Among them were representatives from Comoros, Dominican Republic of uh, Democratic Republic of Congo, Gabon, Burundi, Guinea-Bissau, and there's also talk of Egypt and Algeria joining his ranks soon. Man. Algeria, wow. I didn't... Egypt is... Listen, I can say this because I'm from Sudan and Egypt are our neighbors, but, man, Egypt, they're definitely, like... They're definitely just like, let's see where everyone's, where the power's gonna go. <laughs> let's just jump on the train because, because like, come on, man. Like Egypt, now you're joining BRICS. Like, that's a good on. thing, though. No, it is, it is. Mm-hmm. But anybody, I mean, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna talk about, I'm not gonna talk about another African country. Those are our neighbors, the Egyptians to Sudan, but you know, it just like, yeah, come on, bro. Seems a bit, you know, self serving. Not that that's a bad thing, but seems like you're just following, you know, following the wave of power there. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, everybody, I'm not mad at it. Everybody has their own interests. I'm not mad at it, but it just sort of like, uh, it just like that guy that like, will never fight and then when all the fighting is done he comes aside like what happened <sighs> like like what was going on out here it's like whatever bro you heard what was going on but yeah let's next topic yeah, i mean i think in the next decade we're going to see a lot of change on the continent it's i mean it's happening it's now. yeah it's like happening now. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's in the midst of it like it's over for the colonial powers yeah it's over all right next topic uh, we have a video that we got from Instagram. A Jewish rabbi admits Israelites rode slave ships into America. So in the video, he explains that in Deuteronomy, 
2868 that the Israelites are actually black people, mm. uh, people from Africa. So yes, true. the actual um, chapter from the King James King James Version reads, And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships. By the way, whereof I spake unto thee, thou shalt see it no more again. And there ye shall be sold unto your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen. Amen. No man shall buy you. Did you just say amen? Amen. Um, amen. I was with you all up until Wait. the rabbi started quoting the Bible. <laughs> See, this is this is where my problem is with this because this is even issues I've had with Hebrew Israelites when I argue with them on church avenue. You would go up yeah, church avenue. Yeah, because yeah, I'd, I'd have to pass them to get to work every morning in Brooklyn. Start your day. You're the yeah, that's that how I started my day. I, I roll, I roll my, I would roll my spliff, walk to the train station, see them, <laughs> argue with them for 15 minutes, catch my train, and then go to work. Come back and then you know. So you purposefully again. left yeah. your house 15 mm -hmm. minutes early just to have the the sake of an argument. Just for no, the no, sake. no, no, no. I would leave so I can smoke in peace. Uh, but then they would just be there. So it's like, all right, cool. Wait, hold, you listen to what the bullshit they got to say. Keep, keep going. Disagree, sir. and then you know, <laughs> argue. No, no, wait, I have a point. I have a point. Uh -huh. The problem with that argument is simply this: the whole concept of black people being the Israelites is a false concept because it's coming from a time in which slavery was already a thing. So the time when King James version of the Bible was rewritten from the older versions because those versions of the Bible came about because of Protestant Protestantism, which was England was rebelling against the, um, the, the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. So they came up with their own church and their own versions of the Bible, and King James wrote his own version. And slavery was already existing. So what they were really doing was putting their plans for the future inside of the, the Bible. It was like a code that they were writing. So no, it does not fulfill some kind of historical <laughs> prophecy. It's, it's, that's not what it is. It's the, it's the prophecy created by men. Have you guys ever heard that? conspiracy theory and i don't know if there's any truth to it i just want to throw it out there that um shakespeare wrote the king james bible yes i i have i, I, I even that. i even yeah. looked for the 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 page the, the page i did the all page. that i, I had a guy show me the page mm -hmm. when i was like 15 16 mm -hmm. and i would you have to do I this swore. see it huh <laughs> why did you make it why did you make it weird bro like <laughs> What you did he made say? it so he <laughs> said, what did you have to do to see the page? Like, I'll show you the page what? of Shakespeare if you, uh... No, only you made it weird. <laughs> you know what? We're not bringing you back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, People like, like me. Yeah, you just made it <laughs> so strange. <laughs> so, so... I make this shit entertaining. Anyway, he, he showed me the page, and then he said, okay, and mm -hmm. do you know the whole methodology? I don't remember it, but I, I did it. I don't remember it, but it's like... Okay, so he was 46 at the time, mm -hmm. right? So then if you go to like a certain combination of 46 or something like that, mm -hmm. in the, did you look it up? Do you have no. it? Oh, if you look for a specific part in the Bible, and we're not at all saying that this is true, for the record. It might be. Um, it just, might be, but saying. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It, but then have you ever heard the theory that William Bacon actually wrote all of Shakespeare's works. But that's the thing. Yeah. Shakespeare 
the theory is that William, whatever his name is, the theory is that Shakespeare was actually William, William Bacon, right? Yeah, multiple different writers. Exactly. Exactly. And for the record, I hate Shakespeare. Uh, I went to conservatory, and it, 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 like, doing Shakespeare was ridiculous because you just would get these ridiculous people that'd be like, Shakespeare is the greatest writer of all time. And then what they would do is they would make you do Shakespeare, and Shakespeare is just so fucking irritating can and give us, Can you give us a monologue real quick? <clears throat> no. Give us I Henry can't. IV. Henry III. <laughs> I'm going to crack this bottle. <laughs> I'll give you Henry Real the third. You Henry the fifth, the sixth, and the seventh. When I crack this or bottle, we were Puck. What about Puck from Midsummer? All the world. You probably played Puck. All the world. Yeah, you stage. probably played Puck. No, I played Malvolio. You played what? Malvolio, Malvolio. from uh, from Romeo and Juliet. No. Is that from Romeo and Juliet? No, that's Taming of the Shrew. Oh, why do you know Shakespeare like that? I was in theater. Oh, you were in theater? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. It explains why you're so ridiculous. I right? was not in theater. You weren't in theater? I was not in theater. <clears throat> but you know shit. Anyway, so you go to this specific section of the Bible. You got it? All right, go ahead. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead. So in the, in the book of Psalms, uh-huh. mm-hmm. there's a part where in the name Shakespeare, I love there are this. Four, bow- mm-hmm. four vowels excuse me, and uh-huh. six consonants. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. You six write counts. down four and then follow it by six, you get 46. Uh-huh. So you turn to Psalm 46 and you uh-huh. find that the 46th word from the beginning is shake. Mm-hmm. While the 46th word from the end is spear. Mm-hmm. So wow. that's like the large conspiracy. But then they were saying that it was debunked because in the King James Bible version, the word spear. Is actually it has an e at the end, so it's more than uh, four like, letters. Yeah, but that doesn't that would be change the way you would s- spell Shakespeare though. Is with the e, like you wouldn't spell Shakespeare without the e, right? S P E. Right. Yeah. It's like you spell right. Shakespeare with the e. Yeah, that doesn't really change what it's really saying in that it's a code that yeah. and it, the, that's just one code the bible has many codes because yeah. if you even like decode yeah, it more yeah. all you really get is well now we're greek. getting into real stuff yeah all well, you get is greek spirituality stuff. and greek yeah. astronomy when you yeah. really truly break the whole thing down yeah so that's even the torah as well it's just greek astronomy and greek spirituality Shalom. but <laughs> this guy but stories for other days right yeah, stories for other days because we don't want to get taken down. They took down our Christianity video. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out topic. to the n- number one fan of the Christianity video because she's actually on the line. If she's still there, Simone. Big up, Simone. Yeah. You don't know how happy you made Kaja Zariman by telling him that that was your favorite episode. I'm just saying, people like that episode. I'm just saying that. Yeah, YouTube liked it too. So much so they had to take it down. Yeah, they had to take it down. They were like, we have to preserve this. It's number one. Yeah, we have to it's preserve this. One. I was sitting there trying to figure out what episode was gone. Mm-hmm. And that episode is so forgettable mm-hmm. that I didn't even, I was like, mm-hmm. there's no episode missing. It's memorable because it's the one that got <laughs> like, taken down. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
It will forever be right. number one. Okay, it's mm-hmm. it's so memorable that mm-hmm. I literally was like, "That's got to be a mistake," because mm-hmm. I don't see any episodes mm-hmm. but missing. But you, you keep you misunderstand. Simone That's just it you. Is. But oh, the world okay. is telling you that it's so number shout one. Out Simone. Oh yeah, Simone said yeah. it is. Simone said it is. Kajazuman's gonna go home and he's gonna like click his heels. He's gonna be like so happy. His wife is gonna be like, "What happened to you?" <laughs> Tutisa is gonna go to his room and be like, "Tiesta, where are the tissues?" <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I'm actually gonna cry the minute we turn off the camera. I'm gonna be like, "Fuck you guys!" For saying that that episode was the best. <laughs> All right. This is the longest drawn out rapid fire of all time. We need to cut it. Yeah. Well, no, 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 not now, but no, just no. next time. Right. How much more topics? Uh, I don't know. Go for it. Skip one about the president of Gabon, and I'm gonna go to the next. Oh, that would. I I saw that. That oh, was, was a video. Yeah, he's, he's, like, video. he's like, help yeah. me. Help me. He's like, help. Come, please. I am he's like, where are my friends? Where are my friends my now? My wife is in another place. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know. My I son. Don't, yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I mean, it is sad. It is sad. It is sad. It is sad. And you don't want to laugh. You don't want to laugh at someone possibly not. But the thing is, is like... Corruption. Who, who filmed that video? Like, I have so many questions. Bro, like, he did. Who, yeah, no. It looks he like, doesn't have any money. He looks like... He looks like he's looking at someone <laughs> as they're recording the video because he looks like he's looking at the person and being like, okay, I don't want to say too much. And he's like, but let me say this and all this kind of stuff. But anyway. Corruption. Yeah, I mean, it's obvious. I mean, you know, hey, like I said, the energy I mean, that you put out will return to you. That's what you get for selling out to France. Yeah, so. That's it. That's uh, what it is. Yeah. Drop a bomb. Next one. Next. So, uh, the World Health Organization claims to remove human rights and enforce censorship. I don't know who this lady is. We found a video on noble underscore cyborg underscore savage on Instagram. Now that uh, you said that, I question the credibility right, of this exactly. video. What? Yeah, no, it's, it's a, a noble uh, underscore android savage. It's a video from the World Health Organization's global, uh, you know, conference. This lady, Meryl Nass, uh, she's an Alliance for Human Research and Protection Director. So she was basically saying that the World Health Organization is, they have this grand agenda to basically take away all of our rights through putting out these viruses that cause these pandemics and then offering us the cure on the back end, but then it creates all of these other, uh, what's it called, protocols, like the Whole Foods that we have now where you scan your hands Mm -hmm. and all that kind of stuff. You gotta scan to get in, you gotta scan to check out, you gotta scan to get out. All of these things are uh, connected in a very large way to start a biosecurity agenda. Damn. I mean, makes well, sense. Womp, womp, womp. Yeah, which, whichever, whichever group of people agrees with the superpower, they're going to give them more rights. Oh, it's just I don't an think, agenda. I don't think we ever really broke down COVID. Oh, you mean like 
as a whole. We need to have a subject. whole episode on yeah. that. Yeah, yeah that's we, like, like we'll, we'll do an episode on COVID because, you know, we can we can really, you know, break it down in terms of <laughs> what went down and how it went down. But, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll do an episode on COVID and kind of break it down for everybody. But keep going, son. Yeah, basically the bill, it allows the government to decide who has rights and who has more rights and who has less rights. And it also gives public authorities license to ignore people's rights. And it also makes it hard for people to challenge or abu uh, challenge abuse of their rights. And this is uh, mostly happening in the UK, is that right? I think it's in the UK. Damn, the Human Rights Act. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the thing is, is that like they they showed how they can get everyone to kind of submit to bullshit with COVID, because COVID wasn't a thing in Medita, and I'll never forget we were in Medita in Hedaisha when COVID hit, because the day I landed back in the states is when they closed, when Trump closed the borders. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget, because it was March 17th. And we, we landed in the States. And I remember coming back and being like, this is crazy. Mm -hmm. Because I'll never forget driving through New York City in April mm. of the pandemic, and the streets were empty. It looked like they were shooting I Am Legend Part Two. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing is, in Medita, Bro, everything was active. Everything was like it was business. It was like business as usual mm -hmm. because we were hearing about the things. I was like, the NBA shut down. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's happening. I'm like, they cut this short. I'm like, you gotta wait in line to go to the grocery store. Matt Ruta has a good question. He said, didn't Meditao already have medicine for COVID? Yeah, because the way that traditional healers function, the way that they were able to kind of break down COVID and what it would target in the body, their traditional knowledge of the human body, they knew that you should never put anyone on a respiratory because if you're dealing a respiratory machine, because if you're dealing with uh, anything within the lungs, particularly what was attacking the lungs, they know that if you feed it oxygen, mm -hmm. it makes it grow mm -hmm. so that's why the reason why everyone was dying mm -hmm. if they hooked you up to a respirator is because you were feeding the disease mm -hmm. so the traditional healers have an understanding of the human anatomy where they don't have to cut open the body to understand it because it comes from traditional values from father to son, from mother to daughter, in terms of the healing modalities and the way that you approach the, the human body, that they didn't have to, you know, figure it out after everyone was dying. Because I had a friend of mine I went to high school with, and I went to high school in Texas. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> she was up in New York City during the pandemic, and she hit me up. She's like, hey, are you, still, are you still in the New York City area? I was like, yeah, I am. What's up? And she was like, I want, uh, like, I want to know if like, you want to hang out. And I was like, what are you doing in the area? I'm like, there's a pandemic happening. And she's like, they flew me out here from Atlanta, because she lives in Atlanta, to be, a, to be a nurse. 
she said she was making money hand over fist because mm-hmm. no one wanted to <laughs> come to New York City because it was considered like uh, like one of the most dangerous areas in terms of the pandemic. My coworker told me the same thing. He said who? My coworker. Because she was also like one of those nurses that was yeah. like being sent out. She, so they made bank. She said, I mm. think upwards of like $50 an hour, like sure. upwards of $50 an hour. Like they were making a lot of money. Anyway, she told me, she said, a respirator is a death sentence. Mm-hmm. She was like, I'm telling you. She was like, if they hook you up to a respirator, it's over. She was like, you might as well just like sign the death certificate. And the hospitals mm-hmm. were making more money by calling it a COVID death. Also, yeah, yeah. COVID like, death. Even if, even <laughs> if it was something else, <laughs> they would call it like they would. Even if it was, you know, maybe well, something even related the deaths, to it. They were yeah. saying the deaths were related yeah. to COVID. But well, you could have had a heart attack, and when they would say it was COVID related. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. Mm-hmm. But yes, we even have Separate. a medicine. We even have a medicine, shout out to Uncasta Natural Healing. We have a medicine that you can take to get the vaccine out of your body. That's a story for another day. We don't want to die. <clears throat> you know, they did that. Remember when Madagascar came out with the medicine and they tried to like put it out there and yeah. the World Health Organization came down yeah. on them for that? Well, yeah. did you see when they did the... <laughs> they did the they did the like the body fluid test with the the pawpaw fruit like with the, the fruit in the, the goat. goat yeah and then they sent it it was an <laughs> african president yeah, they, they, and they killed, sent they killed it him and then yeah. oh, they killed him yeah he's dead oh damn <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so um that's the same thing did you guys see how they did that with um like the the genetic 23 and meat stuff that was fake though yeah mm-hmm. that was fake yeah that was fake oh i thought i was yeah. like damn i yeah. was gonna use that no nah, it's it's nah. it's super fake because i know what you're talking about but uh, somebody what they the did was they tried yeah like it was fake something like that it yeah, was fake because people tried to recreate wham, that wham, same wham. thing and then the when it got sent to the lab the lab wrote them a letter saying this is inconclusive because it's not like human dna so the people who were like making those videos saying they like swabbed the frog or a dog whatever and sent it out they never actually sent it anywhere. Mm-hmm. It's just a video that they were doing to kind of like trick people and fool what people about for whatever the reason. Darwinists out there, did they try it with like a gorilla? A gorilla? Yeah. I've for never all seen. The, not for I've the never seen evolutionary. Evidence. I've never seen anyone Darwin do that. Evolutionaries. Never seen anyone do that. But I would suspect that it would probably be the same thing. Yeah, they, they should try it back. though. Shout out to anyone that's a Darwinist. But there was a company though that. That's in not Canada. a real thing. That's fake, by the way. It's not real. Yeah, it's super fake. It's but there was fake. there was a company in Shout Canada that was taking people's DNA and actually matching it with like dogs or cats or something, and then like, giving people false results. So that's where that whole concept or the idea of like the Wait, DNA test was what fake. Do you mean they were taking like they were used like they'd use it with a dog. Yeah, like they weren't actually like comparing human dna's like it was some whole weird thing it was a scam basically it was a scam company so some what some guy did was i don't remember the guy's name but what he did was he took that article about that company and put it out and that kind of spread and then everybody was saying oh dna is fake dna is fake and then all of a sudden a bunch of fake videos of people doing fake dna tests went around in, into the internet which oh, wow. they kind of slandered um 
what is it, 23andMe and uh, something like that. And or my uh, answer, yeah, myanswersy.com. But those oh. those videos are fake. Mm. You can't actually swab a cat or a frog or a dog and send it in and get real results. Mm. They, it will come back inconclusive. Have you tried this? No, but you speak, you're speaking like you know. No, this. because I because when that same time the same video you're talking about when I saw that video I was like this I can't see this being real. Where are we going? This guy he tried it. You shop at Hot Topic and this guy sends in animal results to twenty three. And Tutisa wear his boxing gloves. <laughs> yeah, I wear bo- I wear boxing gloves. So next episode, you have to come with your results of a goat with twenty three and me. You have to come in your hot topic. You're already wearing like hot topic outfit. Like you gotta come in your your like super long. I'm wearing black jeans oak. with all of the. I'm wearing real tree, bro. What's mossy oak? Real tree. What's that? That's that's what you hunting. Why oh. are you wearing hunting yeah. gear? Who are you hunting? Yeah, who are you Game. Hunting? Game? What kind of game? What kind of game? You ain't got no game, Bucks. bro. Speaking, Speaking of game. Yeah. Yeah, next topic. Next topic. This is why you can't come on next the show. Next episode is just, a... We game. just devolve into, like, casual stuff. We're blaming you. The show I was on last time is one of the most popular shows that we have. No, it's not. Yeah. Oh, is it? No, it's, it's one not. of the most. Oh, so wait. No, it's, it's in the, the one that got canceled. Wait, the one that got canceled. Is it more popular than the... Not than the Christianity 12. episode? I don't remember how many. No, it's not. Yeah, I know episode 12 is the, yeah, that's is the most popular The number episode. one is the one to get canceled. That's the goal of the show. No. That's no. it. Next no. topic. Next no. topic. You it's, can't beat that. The, next, up, the, next topic beat is that. a Rumble Royale the with no, box of gloves. Next yeah. topic. Oh, yeah, we talked about it. We talked about starting comedic fight nights. Who do you want to fight, two teams? They, so, already ha- they already had that. I no. think they had that in Harlem. No, 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 no. I'm talking about like within the temple. Like we're gonna do comedic fight. Oh, for real? You look at this. How excited this guy got? He's like, oh, for real? Yeah. What's up? Temple yeah, we're gonna get, yeah, we're gonna get versus the, us. Yeah. Oh, yeah, serious? Yeah. yeah we're, one. We're gonna choose one person. One of those Ninja Turtles. Yeah. <laughs> I nominate Zawaz. You know, Zawaz? Yeah, he's ready. Zawaz, Zawaz is he's ready. ready. Well, Zawaz is ready. Yeah. He's got the mean face. <laughs> Zawaz, Zawaz is ready to go to war, bro. Like, you're going to see another side. You're not going to see the smooth talking, calm talking Christianity, the former. What's the next topic? The former preacher. Yes, please. Next topic. Ethiopian church. <laughs> and then we're going to come right. through, like, what's that priest? Uh, What's that movie Stop. they did with Gerard Stop. Butler? Like a mm. priest with a gun or something like that? Beats me, Hollywood. No, 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 last no. one knows. Last topic. I'm going to look it up. Wife. Oh, why is this the she last topic? We got to end on it. What, this is the last topic? With, a personal, with his personal chef and security guard. So, uh, the security guard's name... <laughs> William Big Boom Freeman. <laughs> William William Big Boom Freeman. Hold on, back to William Big Boom Freeman. Big Boom. <laughs> Seems okay, like so he's got his own family feud. Here's the funny thing, though, right? Uh, that's funny. How long were you? You're, 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 you're hilarious. You really are hilarious. Strangely, just a few hours before. These rumors surfaced. Steve Harvey had shared a post on Twitter asking his fans to name a comedian you don't think is funny. Right? It's a very generic like tweet. 
But then later, Steve Harvey claimed that that tweet was shared by his social media manager and not him. And mm-hmm. he fired that. He fired that social media manager, media manager yeah. immediately. That's what we're going to do, Dave Titi. <laughs> <laughs> not today. <laughs> okay, hold on. keep going, keep going, keep going. He's not our social media manager. That was a joke, everybody. So, yeah, I mean, basically his wife, Marjorie, was supposedly sleeping with the security guard, and now they're, uh, they're actually speaking Big out against it. And Big both boom. Steve and Marjorie are now saying that these are just lies and foolishness. So, <clears throat> that's not true. Steve, that's not true. How do you know? Because her ex-husband wrote a tell-all book exposing who she is. So, word on the street. Why do you know this? I know. I saw it last night, and I, I, I you was You did bored. a deep dive? Was, yeah, I finished some work, and then I, I sat up, and I'm like, I can't sleep now. So then it showed up on my phone, I was like, damn, what's going You're on? like, deep dive. About to do some research. Edith Gates needs some topics. <laughs> <laughs> so... <clears throat> um. Steve Harvey wrote that book, and then they made mm-hmm. it into a movie called Think Like a Man. <laughs> and I guess it's not mm-hmm. advantageous for your lady to think like a man, huh, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> think the show. Uh, Bro, that book is, was... Did you read it? Women, I didn't read it, but uh, I saw many women reading it. And just mm-hmm. watching the movie... Yeah. And the content of it is horrible advice. Because what, you can't. What's some of the advice. You, you watch the movie. No, no, bro. Think about it. Can you really get a woman to think like a man? That's horrible advice. Yeah, you can. No, you can't. Yes, you can. You cannot. Western How? women think like men. All right. I see your point. I see where you're going with this. <laughs> yes. I see where you're yeah. going with this. Western I, women think to, like men. I'm going to retract what I'm saying. Well, you can't, they don't think like men because there's no way you could think like a man. That's what I'm but saying. But they think they are men. That's my point. Yeah. There's a difference, right? Yeah. So they, you can't actually think like a man. But this yeah. is the problem because giving them that advice is reinforcing Western society and reinforcing yeah. how Western society has destroyed the femininity of women, which yeah. in turn women destroys no families. Feminine. Yeah, women are no longer feminine. That's a fact. It's that women now, women take the stance of masculinity yeah and like being in control and sleeping with big boom (laughs) well i mean lori harvey like you know future did her and then she did i I came back how'd you put it she futured michael b jordan future futured her and then michael b oh it's an evil world we live in (laughs) (laughs) future futured her and then Lori Harvey featured, featured her. Michael B. Jordan. So. Well, I heard through the grapevine, meaning oh God. the gossip circles, that yeah. the reason why we they really broke we, up. You know, they've said that our show is nothing but gossip. TMZ. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're just TMZ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just, yeah, we're just oh. nothing but gossip. Okay, well, sometimes you got to yeah. live a little, right? Yeah. But apparently, <laughs> the mom is the reason why they broke up. What do you mean? I heard the mom was just controlling. And she, yeah, she was just controlling, and she was just, you know, involved in every little thing that they was doing. So he couldn't take it no more. You so know, he wanted to bounce. I'm not gonna say who, but um, when I used to live in LA, uh, he's he's a part of like a clique. Uh, I think it's called I don't remember the name, 
but because he's really good friends with um, Stilo, that guy on MTV. That mm. guy that does a show with Rob. Oh, from uh, uh, Ridiculousness. Ridiculousness. And there's somebody else that's in their crew because I have a friend of mine that's friends with one of their friends and uh, Stilo and somebody else. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I'll never forget in hanging out with this one guy from their clique. And <clears throat> I was living in LA at the time and I had a girlfriend. And what was her name? Ling Mi? My girlfriend at the time? Mm -hmm. Why? <laughs> she was Asian, but her name was not Ling Mi. Like, so anyway, <laughs> the <clears throat> long story short, um, it seemed like they were having a hard time getting women. Mm. Because the guy ended up asking me advice, and he's like, how do you get a girlfriend? How do you, how are you rich and have a hard time getting women? It, he didn't say, how do you get women? He said, how do you get a girlfriend? And so it's like, it's kind of, okay. you, you got to understand. Okay, so let me, let me just give you a quick context, because we need to end the show. <laughs> and the quick context is that in L.A., the type of women that you come across. Like, L.A. is quite possibly the breeding ground for the worst of the worst when it comes to Western culture. Mm -hmm. It's like the Greeks. It's like the Greek ground zero in terms of, like, the weirdest shit that goes down, mm -hmm. the craziest shit that goes down in terms of the people that you have there and all that kind of stuff because everybody abandons their families and mm -hmm. moves out there chasing success in the entertainment industry. Fame. And fame. And for me. <clears throat> and <laughs> the way you said that was just like, yeah. But anyway, long story short, the women out there are like the worst kind of women. Mm -hmm. Like they're not women that you would want to, especially the women in the entertainment circles, mm -hmm. they're not women like they're, I wouldn't even call them women, really. It's just like a, like a mutation of something that used to be women, a woman. And so the... Are you saying they're transgenders? No. Did you, hear what, just, did you see what was happening to Logan Paul? Yeah. Logan exactly. Paul has a fight right now yeah, with, with Dylan Danis. And yeah. Dylan is posting on Twitter all the 72 different men that his fiance slept with, including yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. and a lot of like A-list celebrities. He's just posting pictures yeah, of every single it's awful. one of them like and, every day. And the content he has is just like, you're like, how did he get all this content? Yeah. Like, where did he pull all the content of this lady talking about all this like degeneracy? It must be embarrassing. It's, it's highly embarrassing, but he's in a, he's gearing up to fight Logan Paul. So it's just like, you know, part of the promotion for the fight. Anyway, that's why he was asking that. Because the women in L.A. are, like, not women that you want to have a relationship with. It sounds like he should have just got out of, got out of L.A. Yeah, but that's... Why would you do that? You're young, and you're a part of whatever clique you're a part of, and all that kind of stuff, and you're not going to do that. Mm -hmm. But anyway... Long story short, uh, we have a class registration going on all throughout the month of September. Yes. What a segue. 
because we need to wrap this up because this has been if we're talking about degeneracy this has been quite a degenerative episode watch this be like the most popular i know right watch this be the episode that becomes like even more popular than episode 12 which is one of my favorite episodes but nonetheless we have class registration events happening all throughout the month of september september 3rd which is on sunday we have the class registration event happening in New Jersey. Come check us out, 1506 Anderson Avenue, Fort Lee, New Jersey. We're going to be a, starting at 1 o'clock. Uh, we're going to be breaking down a lot of the stuff that's going to be happening, uh, that's going to be happening um, in, the, in the initiation in and of itself and giving a lot of explanation. If your favorite person on the show is Kaja Zeruman, you're in luck. <laughs> because we'll be spending a lot of time with Kai Jizarima. Drop the bomb. If you choose to enter into the doors of initiation. Um, so yeah, Matthew Ruta hit us with another question. But uh, there used to be a temple in L.A. And we closed it down. There used to be a temple in San Diego. San Diego. For obvious reasons. And yeah, just like, you know, <clears throat> human sacrifices. Um, <laughs> so yeah, check us out. Um, and uh, you know, all throughout our locations, our nine, nine or ten, I can't remember off the top of my head, I think it's nine, our nine locations globally, you can, you know, check out all of the, uh, all of the class registrations that are happening, and um, yeah, you know, uh, get in touch, you know, there's so many ways you can get involved, check out our sister organization, anhlife.org, on cost of natural healing, and you know there's a lot of resources out there for you not only listening to the podcast if the podcast is something that has intrigued you it's because you know we are kind of taking a lot of the initiatic knowledge and then you know making it more accessible for the public because it is very heavy the knowledge that you receive in initiation is very very heavy because it's something that is untainted by the the dirtiness of colonization so it's something very pure and it's something that's been protected and preserved and hidden for a long time so you know uh come come check us out and uh yeah you know it's been another episode of the gated gates podcast we appreciate you guys for tuning in we hope you continue to tune in and uh we'll see you guys next week Idiot. Cut.